You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated PG 14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus and you're listening to the Klaus to the Heart podcast. This is the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Certainly appreciate you tuning in this week, and uh, we had to call an audible here. Um, I had originally scheduled, I had originally planned uh, this week's episode to uh, to include a longtime close personal friend of mine, uh, Todd Grossbauer. Uh, he was to come on the air here and tell his story. Um, we were not able to make that happen. It's a hundred percent all on me. My schedule over the weekend got away from me. Um, we are going to have Todd on here very, very shortly. Uh, so he can tell his story and it's, um, it's an important one. And, uh, so I don't, you know, I know some, some of you tuned in to hear that it is coming. Uh, as soon as we can make that happen. Uh, so we had to kind of fall back on plan B here. And full disclosure, I wasn't really sure what the, what plan B was going to be. Because, like I said, I had planned on having Todd on. Now, <clears throat> so this is, what we, this is what we mean when we say we're calling an, an audible. Uh, we are... Uh, full-blown in in the Christmas season, the holidays, as it were. Um, And this year is, um, well, I I guess any year. When you you get to the month of December, like the middle of December, because as the show drops, we will be in the midst of the 12 days of Christmas. you know, when you when you reach this point of the year, there's a lot of recollection going on. You know, you go back, you look back on 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 the year that was, and you kind of evaluate stuff. 
you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, you figure out what worked, what didn't work, and what you can do to make the new year even better than the previous one. It's always been a thing for a lot of us. And, you know, a lot of focus right now is on Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever it is that you celebrate. Uh, but right on the horizon beyond that is New Year's. And, you know, for a lot of us, we approach New Year's with that clean slate, right? You know, this is where resolutions come into play. Uh, and I've made no bones about the fact, like, I don't make resolutions. I set goals. Um, some materialize, other ones do not. Uh, the ones that do not, why did they not? Is that something that I can do? to improve the scenario or the situation to make that a reality. That's just kind of how I've always gone about things. Now, the focus, when you talk about the holidays, there's so many different aspects of it that we could focus on. Like, theoretically, we could have an entire podcast just built around the holidays because there's just so much to it which is a kind of a crazy statement unto itself because when you think back on like when you were growing up most of us really embraced the holidays and what they mean and what they're supposed to mean and you know, all of the goodwill and, you know, that Christmas cheer, that excitement, that anticipation, you know, because when you're younger, you, everything, you know, you're writing your letters to Santa and like you're really anticipating the big guy's arrival on Christmas Eve night just to see what he leaves under the tree for you. My childhood was no different. Now, I've been able to I had been able to maintain that throughout the course of my life. Because anybody who knows anything about me knows what a big deal Christmas has always been. Like that's, I, um, I embraced it. I'm, I just, I loved the holidays so much. And, um, you know, it's kind of a long running joke with, uh, you know, the, the people that do know me on a personal level and have known me for any length of time. Like, uh, like I gave people Halloween, like I didn't say anything about the holidays around Halloween time because, you know, for a lot of people, Halloween is to them what Christmas was to me. So I didn't say anything about it. But as soon as the calendar flipped over to November, I would shift my focus. And it's like, okay, we, we are now in the quote unquote ember months. And like, it all culminates on December the 25th for me. That's how I had always viewed it. I never in a, mail, in a million years would imagine that something that was supposed to be as good as Christmas is would be such a source of contention for people. Like it really bothered me when 
people that I cared about would relay these feelings like they just were not feeling the holidays. They weren't excited about it. They, it was met with a source of dread and anxiety. And I just never understood what goes into play with that results with that, with that kind of mentality. Now, I understand wholeheartedly all the responsibilities and the obligations that we have as adults. You know, we've got bills to pay. If you have kids, you know, that's a whole other layer of, of obligations and responsibilities. But, like, even as I had my own kids, it, yeah, I mean, there were still bills that had to be paid and, and things of this nature. But, like, I fully embraced everything that what i felt like the holidays were all about it was you know that season of giving the season of goodwill the season of love compassion understanding like all of that reaching out helping out let those less than less than fortunate um i i always it, <laughs> That was, it was a focal point for me. And I never thought in a million years that I, uh, I would get of the mentality, like the, the holidays would be a source of concern or dread or anxiety. Um, so it stuns people this year when they make comments to me like, Hey man, like, you know, I've, I've had a few people over here and you know, they're used to the halls being decked, you know, um, Christmas decorations up and all of this stuff that has not been a thing this year. I mean, I have my Charlie Brown Christmas tree sitting on this little table over here and like my nephew and I put my dad's christmas tree up but i really found myself and even though i was in the moment with my nephew because i knew it would mean so much to him for he and i to do that together um i realized i was simply going through the motions like i was yeah i was putting the thing up and i was decorating it but i wasn't feeling it and this this was the first year where i kind of sat back and i was like wow i have a better understanding as to what goes into play for somebody that is dreading the holidays or just isn't feeling it because for the first time that i can remember i'm not feeling it and it's, it hasn't been for my lack of trying. Like I will, when I uh, jump in the truck to head to work or I come back to the house after work or anytime I'm going to the store or something, like I've, I'll turn on the, uh, well, for here it's uh, WHNN 96.1. Uh, mid-Michigan's Christmas music station. Uh, that's been a long-standing tra tradition with me. I find that, um, or I have found, 
that it's merely background noise. Like it's on and I'm registering it and with every song that comes on, I'm I'm picking up on what song it is, but you know, after that moment, it just becomes background noise because my mind is just going in a million different you know directions all at once. I mean, and, and it should be said too, like there's a lot of things happening for me personally right this second that are extraordinary. You know, things that I had not had to deal with in terms of the timing and correlation with the holidays. And it does become quite stressful. Like, I've never felt stress or anxiety going into the holidays other than, geez, this gift that I ordered for so-and-so isn't here yet. And I'm really hoping it shows up here before Christmas. Otherwise, I'm screwed. You know, um, that was that was about the only level of anxiety that I that I felt. This year's different. And like I I've been struggling. So hard about, man, I got to get my. I need to reshift my focus on this, I need to remind myself of what this time of year is all about. And like, I'm struggling here, you know, I've, I've donated to different charities, um, you know, the old newsboys of Flint and Salvation Army and, you know, things of this nature. Uh, but, and, and even though there is a degree of satisfaction in knowing that my contributions will ultimately help those less fortunate. At the same time, it's not the same feelings that I am accustomed to or that I'm used to in this time of year. Now, I don't want to paint the picture that, like, there's something wrong or that I'm battling something that uh, threatens my health or my mortality because I know that there's a few people I know of a few people that are dealing with that. And, uh, you know, even in my correspondence with them, like I will go above and beyond to let them know that, look, I, I'm here for you and, you know, tell me what you need. And I try to do what I can to come up with ways to let them know that, yeah, man, your situation right now is not ideal, but let's, uh, let's focus on where we're at here in terms of like the, where we, where we are in the year. We're in the middle of December. Christmas is a couple weeks away. Um, <coughs> I, um, uh, fact of the matter is is um i would like more than anything to uh get back to the frame of mind where i'm used to be uh at, at this time of year you know i'm so far behind the eight ball in terms of preparation 
that uh, I'm like by usually by this time I've got like seventy five percent of everything on my proverbial checklist done. You know, in terms of you know gifts and you know wrapping and decorating and 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 all of that stuff. And I'm not. I'm at like ten percent. Um, just you know, just because there are extraordinary circumstances that are happening this year. But I realized as I came to the realization that I had this overwhelming feeling of, man, I would really like to just fast forward to like the second week of January. Like that's never been a thing for me. And, um, you know, it's, it's a hell of an, of, of an adjustment for me. And for the first time, like I can relate to the Grinch, you know, uh, the character and what that character embodies. Like I, I get it, you know, I, but then I realized something. And when you are dealing with emotions that are less than ideal, a lot of people respond to that differently. For me, I have always tried to uh, shift my focus and use that energy, reharness it towards something more meaningful, something more productive, something more positive. Like I could write a book on it. I've never in my life experienced um, I've never experienced anything to where I I question my my feelings about the holidays. And it it's really messed with me. And even though there's just, because there is so much happening and there's a lot of different aspects that require my attention, and that's probably another big part of it is time is flying by. And now it doesn't help anything that I am a third shifter and anybody who works the midnight shift, like you know what that does to your day-to-day operations, your time frames are more often than not polar opposite than people that work quote unquote normal hours or bankers hours or whatever. So I feel like I'm like time is just flying by and I'm running out of it. I know without a shadow of a doubt that is a, that is a thing um, that is a contributor to the way I feel and why I feel because I'm running out of time. Um, but like the other day, I had an opera. I, you know, I've been spending a little bit of time. I've had a little bit of time, you know, by myself, alone. And, uh, you know, when you have that kind of time and you're not at work and you're not, your mind isn't tied to a, a to a specific task or or things of this nature. 
you know, and you have time to think and to reflect and to kind of come to terms with your feelings, with your emotions. Like I had to step back and like really reevaluate what the holidays are. It's not about how many gifts you receive. It's not about any of that. It's, it's the overall aura or feeling of magic. It's the feeling of goodwill. It's supposed to be that time of year where we put life back in perspective and try to figure out what's truly important. Now, for people who are dealing with significant challenges on any level, could be monetarily, could be something with your career, could be um, a number of different things. Anything that ca that's causing you any sort of dread or anxiousness, th things of this nature, a lot of people look for that uh, Christmas miracle. You know, because you see it all the time on TV, especially if you watch the Hallmark Channel. You know, um, There is a, there's that undertone that, uh, you know, this is traditionally the most wonderful time of the year, and this is the time of year that miracles are on full display. And a lot of people are clamoring or they're praying for that miracle to happen for them. Some sort of relief, some sort of sign that's going to let them know that, yeah, things are not ideal right now, but they're going to be okay. Like we, we look for that. We wait for it in a lot of cases. Like some, some people will just, will just like shut down and just wait for the miracle to happen in hopes that it will happen. And if it doesn't materialize the way that they, think it should or that they would like uh, that creates another dent in, in, in the armor in terms of our views and opinions and feelings of the holidays. I was like, well, I, I've, I've been failed. You know, it has failed me. I think about that mentality and it comes down to this. Fundamentally, it, um, for me, the, my opinion only, because, and I realize that people's situations are different. The ramifications are different. The, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into a lot of emotions that go into this. And people will oftentimes, they will quit trying because they are, they have this level of expectation that some miracle is going to materialize. That's going to lift them out of the pool of despair that they're in or 
at least shine some sort of light of hope in their lives. And when that doesn't happen, it uh, further deteriorates what was once that feeling of happiness and magic and everything that the holidays are supposed to be about. So it made me think, what can I do here? What can I do to... uh, What can I do to change my my train of thought? What can I do to um, get back on the right side of the equation? And even though there are things going on that are pretty significant, you know, they are... um, I don't know. It's, It's... it's easier said than done. And I and I realize that. And I realize any time that I have come on the air here and I have presented a scenario or a situation and I have given my opinions on what perhaps you could do to improve the situation, I realize a lot of times it is easier said than done because ultimately I don't know what exactly you're going through, you know? I, I, I can have an idea. I can assume. I can uh, have some sort of thoughts about it. But I, I'll, I realize, and especially right now, I realize a lot of times things are easier said than done because it requires effort. It requires some of us to get out of our comfort zones it requires us to do things that we may not be used to doing or are comfortable doing but in order for us to get to where we want to be sometimes you have to jump out of the pot and into the fire it's just the way it goes but then like some i don't want to call it a what do you call it? An, an epiphany. I I don't want I don't want to call it that at all. Um, I I guess a moment of clarity. We'll we'll call it that. Um, I had this moment of clarity, and it really made me think of um, a different way to approach this. So this is the way my brain kind of flipped the switch. As I was going through these moments of contemplation, trying to make sense out of what I was feeling, what I, why I was feeling it. Because like I've said, is, this is very um, extraordinary circumstances for me. Like I don't encounter this. And if I don't have experience with it, like I'm not really sure how to respond to it, right? I mean, that goes across the board with anything. But for something that means anything on that level that the holidays do for me, then I, like I'm very much a person that needs some sort of resolution. Like I need to know why. I need to understand it. Now, there are things in life that we just do not understand. 
and we never will. But with something like this, um, like I had had to figure it out, and then it was like a switch went off, light bulb went off. What if we're the miracle that we wait for? And and what I mean by that is. <clears throat> I feel like the majority of us, when we are doing something that we know benefits somebody else, especially somebody that we care about, if if we do things that we know are making a positive difference, a positive impact, like that makes us feel good on the inside. It uh, puts things in perspective. It makes you evaluate life differently. So what if the miracle that we are waiting for actually lies within us in in terms of the way to really fully embrace the holidays and what all it's supposed to be? What if that feeling that we're looking for, that miracle that we're looking for, lies within us in which what can we do for our fellow man, for our neighbors, for our loved ones, for our friends? What if we're the miracle? What if we took that moment and instead of focusing on what can a miracle do for me, How can a miracle make me feel better about things? We await that miracle to lift us up out of whatever pool of despair that we're drowning in or seemingly drowning in. What if we're that miracle? That, my friends, is a a definitive example of flipping the script of shifting the focus. What if we are meant to be the miracle in somebody else's life? Because I am I am a big proponent of you get back what you put in on so many levels. Like if you work hard, you are rewarded in some way, shape, or form. Now, you know, a lot of people will look at that strictly in monetary gain, you know, because in this day and age, like, it seems like the whole damn world revolves around money. That's what's most important in a lot of people's lives. That's never been a thing with me. Like, I know it's important, to pay the bills and and to be able to support yourself and your family and all that like I get all that but at the end of the day you know money is only going to do so much in fact money will um it will bring out the worst in people you know and 
you know, if you want to get a pretty good idea as to what a person is fundamentally, incorporate money into the scenario in some way or another, and you're going to see real quick what uh, what makes people tick, you know. I don't. I don't need to be rich monetarily. I I know. Well, I mean, I need to make sure that I have enough to support my family. You know, that's a priority. But I will never allow money to be a determining factor into who I am fundamentally. Um. But it, it it made me start to think like, okay, what what if I'm that miracle for somebody else? You know? Could be somebody I know, could be somebody I love, could be somebody that I've never met before. But what if I'm that miracle? With that scenario, with that frame of mind, it changes my whole perspective. Because, I mean, I come on here every week, and when when I'm signing off on the show, when I'm putting the proverbial bow on an episode, not just on this program, it could be any of them that we do on the network here, I always say something along the lines of, go out and find a way to make a positive you know, difference in somebody's life. Like I say that every week, and I have for three years here on the network. But do people really do it? No. By and large, they don't. For them, it's a tagline. It's a slogan. It's a catchphrase. It's a gimmick. It's not. I say that because I mean it. I say that because in everyday life, from your 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 day to day we have opportunities that present themselves to us to where we can make a significant impact on somebody else's life good or bad we have that capability and in a time where people are clamoring for a better society a more harmful um a more a more uh not harmful, wrong word harmonious see my brain's going all over the place as i'm trying to construct my, my point here like we have that capability we have that um, we have that in us i mean we we can make or break anybody's day i mean as fundamentally as just how we interact with them whether you know them or not our words our words are um, the end all be all, man. Like you, you can you you can build somebody up or you can break them down just by just by what you say and how you say it. You know, I have found myself. I mean, this year in general, but like in the last several weeks, like I have been under a tremendous amount of stress in, in, in aspects of it that I am not familiar with. And I'm trying to navigate through that in, in how to respond to it 
as best as I possibly can without it being um, a big thing. I don't want it to be a source of issue or drama or controversy. But I also feel like when, especially in this time of year, we have that capability to look at our lives as a whole and this isn't going right, that's not going how I thought it would, this is less than ideal. I mean, you can pinpoint any number of things and be like, that could use some work, that needs improvement. I would like for this to happen. I would like for that to be a thing. And like a lot of that, you know, when you get to this point of the year and people kind of lose sight over what this time of year is supposed to be like, maybe that's the time where we have to sit and think about how it doesn't necessarily affect us. But what can we do? What do we have? in terms of our capability that we can bestow upon somebody else that would make their lives a little bit easier, better, happier, brighter. That makes us the miracle. And when you do things like that, when you reach out, when you lend a helping hand, when you engage with these people, when you are trying to help in some way or another that feeling of satisfaction on the most fundamental of levels can fill your soul with some degree of happiness or joy because we put somebody else's needs, wants, or desires before ours. A lot of people have a lot. I have a hard time with that because they are just, it's all about me, me, me. There have been times very recently where I have found myself asking God, when is my break? When is it that I'm going to reach a point to where I am? I don't wake up with some level of anxiety or stress. When do I catch my break? And then I look back over the course of the last several years and the roller coaster of emotions that have very much been on display. Selfishly, I'm like, when's my time to be happy now with that being said i can tell you without a shadow of a doubt if you've listened to the shows on a regular basis this year you know i have made significant changes in my life with the with the sole purpose of trying to restore or in some cases rejuvenate that level of happiness that I strive for. And that's when it clicked. There's a strong contingent of my happiness that is driven by helping other people because I know in the back of my mind that, yeah, I mean, it could be the most minor things, just buying a person a cup of coffee in the morning. 
like that could shift their whole focus from a shitty day into a decent day or a good day. And in turn, they will be more inspired to pay it forward. Either later that day, later that week, whatever. And we get some sort of personal satisfaction in knowing that we've made a positive difference. Now, I realize that this is not going to register with a lot of people because you just don't see things that way. And I, I can understand that to a degree. But by and large, the Christmas miracle that we oftentimes wait for or pray for or so desperately seek lies within us. Because when you are looking for that Christmas miracle, you are looking for some sort of reprieve. You are looking for some sort of release. You're looking for some of that weight to come off your shoulders. What people don't understand and what they don't recognize is, is that a lot of that is self-driven. And it, it, it is a reaction to your actions. And when you come to that realization and you actively go out and try to find ways to spread the holiday cheer, even if in that very moment you may not be feeling it, you will feel something when you realize or when you are told that what you've done has made a significant impact, a positive one. It's like filling, filling the bucket, right? It fills your heart that you did good. You helped somebody, you restored faith in somebody, you lend a, you lended a helping hand, you did something to it, if only for a moment or two, you made them forget the despair and the anxiety that they're dealing with the majority of their waking hours. That makes you the miracle. And it goes back around to you get back what you put in. Now, if you are, if you are sincere in your approach, I would like to think that that time where you get validation that what you've done means something or it did help, it did make a positive impact, isn't going to be as long as somebody that is doing it just with, with false pretenses or with uh, di disingenuous emotions because you're not going to fool the universe man you're just not and you're not going to fool the person that you look at in the mirror because that person knows you better than you do because it is it is you 
in its rawest form. If you are sincere about your approach, that's one thing. If you're not and you're doing it for a show or you're trying to present yourself in an alternative way just for a social standing or some sort of BS acceptance, <laughs> it's like the the higher power knows that. And like you may get a degree of some sort of response that is more positive than not, but it's not going to be on the level that it would be if you were honest and 100% sincere in your approach. You get back what you put in. So, yeah. This day and age, there's a lot of things that we could sit here and pinpoint as to what is wrong in the world today or what is happening that is less than ideal in our everyday lives. But at the same time, there's a lot of good out there too. And what you don't realize a lot of times is that you are part of that for somebody else. You are that miracle. So I say that to say, we have a couple of weeks left before Christmas gets here. If you're feeling kind of shitty, if you're not in the holiday spirit, if you're one of those people that is overcome with dread and anxiety and stress and drama and all of this stuff, find a way to distance yourself from the scenarios and the people that are causing that. Reharness that energy and figure out a way to be a miracle for somebody else. And I feel like if you put your heart and soul into that in the most sincere fashion, that the Christmas spirit and everything that the holidays is supposed to be about will once again fill your heart. Ultimately, it's up to you and to what your approach is. You could be the difference between somebody having a Merry Christmas or a dreadful one you could be the Christmas miracle. So with that, we are going to put a bow on this week's episode. If you have questions, comments, feedback of any sort, show topic ideas, find us over on Facebook, look for Klaus to the Heart, or go to our, our website, klaustotheheart.net. Also, speaking of the holidays, uh, you have a little bit of time left. Uh, head on over to our online store. If you or you know of somebody who is a fan of any of our shows here on the PFC Podcast Network, every show has its own online store. 
and there is over 150 items available right now uh, with the various logos and designs and slogans from all of our shows from Klaus the Heart Podcast, The Real Podcast, Power Tripping Through the 80s, Turnbuckle Time Machine, and even the Klaus and Q Show. Which programming note, the next installment of the Klaus and Q Show is this Friday night, uh, beginning at 6 p.m. Uh, you can find us uh, over on facebook.com forward slash Orion on tv quadell edwards and myself will be doing a holiday themed episode and uh always have a good time sitting down with q for an hour and uh just kind of dissecting life as as it were and uh so check it out uh six o'clock this friday night facebook.com slash orion on tv and with that sincerely go out and try to find a way to be the miracle in somebody else's holiday. And I promise you, it will restore that holiday cheer that may be lacking or may be absent in your heart. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday with a brand new episode of the Klaus of the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Thank you.